Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. WDET presents Season 2 of the Twisted Stories Pod Storytellers Podcast, Detroit's most dynamic storyteller. Satori Shakur is your host, and this new season is a compilation of uproariously funny real-life stories about how our families and diverse cultures shape our experience. Each tale was told before a live audience at the Wright Museum in Detroit at the monthly live event. Episode is available now. Subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Speaking of storytelling, we're going to spend the hour today talking about storytelling. A little later in the show, Kim Hunter, author of the official report on human activity, will be here to talk about how he tells stories of gender, race, and class through sometimes surrealistic fictional scenarios. It's a really interesting book told in a really interesting way. But up front, what does it mean to the audience and the filmmaker to capture your city on film? Think of all its flaws, all its beauty, all its trauma, all its love, and all its culture. And what if your city is undergoing a major and sometimes painful transition while you're trying to tell that story. That's something we know a lot about here in Detroit, and we have also seen how difficult it is for filmmakers and other story storytellers to capture all that this city is. Egyptian filmmaker Tamer El Said knows something about trying to honor one city while also looking at it critically through art. His film, In the Last Days of the City, is about just that, a young filmmaker discovering Cairo through his art during the months leading up to the Arab Spring. The film screens this evening at 7 p.m. at the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn. Tamir Al Said, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So this idea of telling the story of the city that you come from, I think that's something that uh, a lot of people can relate to. Tell us though what this story means to you as someone who grew up in Egypt uh grew up in uh in, in a country where this this thing happens in 2010 tell me about trying to tell the story of what happened in Cairo yeah i mean uh, you know the film is not telling the story of the revolution the film is telling the story that is trying to capture the the moment before the revolution and i think this is also very important because um we need also to to look at um the roots of what happened in 2011 and uh, to uh, um, to um, rethink of from where we we came mm-hmm. but basically as you said like telling the the story of a city is is um it's a very uh, um, challenging uh, question. Um, I I kept asking myself many years, how can I tell the story of a city in a film? As you said, the city is is is, is very big and very mm-hmm. multi layered and very complex, mm-hmm. and the film is only two hours. So when you <laughs> when you when you try to squeeze this city inside the two hours, it always you, 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 sometimes you are forced to simplify things in a way that is, makes the film doesn't carry the same depth mm-hmm. that the city has. 
And that was the main challenge that I I was facing while working on the on the film. So basically, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to 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 create what I can call it the Cairo experience on a big screen. Mm-hmm. To feel that you understand what does it mean to live there. To to experience the different layers of the city and to 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 look at the. Um, the texture, the the the, the social, uh, uh, political, cultural uh, uh, texture of the city in from different perspective and and tell the story of the individuals like from and bringing something that comes from very singular personal story and then grow up to to tell the story of the whole region yeah. from where I come. Yeah. Um, Talk about those months and the social movement surrounding these months before the Arab Spring. The role maybe that that art played during that time. Um, yeah, I mean, in a way, the the film is also like you know, the film is about uh, a filmmaker trying to to. Uh, to work on a project about the city. Mm-hmm. And while his life in the film is uh, fictional, like what we see is uh, is uh, is fictional, the film he's doing is real is is a real documentary. So, and we shot our film in this blurry area between fiction and documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we, when you watch the film, you don't know what is real and what is not real because his life is fictional, but his film is documentary, and he we go and and but but these things are kind of the borders between the two are a bit blurry, mm-hmm. and and that in a way is also to question the position of the um, the filmmakers, the artists, the intellectuals in regards to everything happening around them. So. I feel Khalid throughout the film is in 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 a journey to try to 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 uh, to get connected to his city but the more he goes through this journey the more he realizes that he is becoming more stranger and this kind of confrontation a daily confrontation with the city with the different layers of it is exhausting him and mm-hmm. it's also um intriguing him and between this exhaustions and this uh, inspiration, his life is is always on the verge. So uh, I would say this is the story of of many people like who lived there and they are trying to 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 do their work, but also they are uh, um, looping inside this. Uh, dilemma of mm-hmm. uh, the relation to the. I mean, anyway, I think urban experience is very uh, is something that we all can relate to these days. Like as individuals facing this uh, this big structure. Right, right. Um, the role of family also plays a big part of your film. Talk about uh, this this filmmaker you depict and. Uh, sort of how you you bring the question of family and family history into his struggle to make this film. Yeah, it's uh, it's also um, 
as I said, like I I feel not only held most of the characters in the film, like you know the film in the end, the city is the main character, but mm-hmm. most of the characters in the film are um, uh, really on on the verge, like and they stuck and they have this very um, 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 big me- sorry very uh, old memories that they carry mm-hmm. and they want to to know how to deal with it mm-hmm. and uh, from uh, and also they are living within a very um, suffocating and difficult situation back to these days before the the revolution and they can't de- they can't see the future and between all these things the film is happening yeah trying to and they are uh, supporting each other so it's also a film about friendship and it's about how we 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 need each other in a way um, because Khaled is receiving like uh, video messages from his friends mm-hmm. in Beirut and Baghdad and, mm-hmm. and 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 Berlin to 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 support his film yeah uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Tamer El Said. He's a filmmaker, uh, maker of the film In the Last Days of the City, that takes a look at Cairo, Egypt, in the run up to the Arab Spring in 2011. We're talking about storytelling, storytelling about places that are dear to us, storytelling about places we are from, both on film and in other genres. Uh, Does film and art help us understand cities and other parts of the world? What is the story of Detroit told through art? And do you feel like artists have gotten our story right or wrong at times? If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone. So that's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there. Or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today and we will work you into the conversation. Uh, we aren't able to play a clip of the film on the show today because it's in Arabic and subtitled in English, but we have posted the really beautiful trailer to the film on our Facebook page if you'd like to see a bit from In the Last Days of the City. Uh, that film will be screening this evening at 7 p.m. at the Arab American Museum in Dearborn. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones if you want to join the conversation. Let's talk about uh, how the film has been received both in Egypt and here in the United States. Um, I mean, it's very... uh, I feel I'm very grateful to the film. Like, the film was very... was received very well, like, since its world premiere in 2016. We... The film was invited to... Many, many, many festivals, like more than 130 or 140. I don't know exactly how. We um, critically, we received amazing and beautiful uh, um, articles. I um, the film was released in 10 countries. Um, we had a beautiful uh, um, screenings in New York. We, um, I was so intrigued and uh, 
happy with the discussions after the film with the audience. We, I'm like the, there were like some articles that moved me so much uh, in the la- last week uh, when the film released in New York. Actually, I was uh, I was it was strange and it's it it is uh, because you know it's two years. I'm reading many articles and it's it's it's. Uh, it's not common that after two years I still like move that much, but really <laughs> these two articles were were really were really beautiful. Um, so in this sense, I'm I'm very happy and pleased and proud. Unfortunately, the film was never shown in Egypt. I mean, we never received um, um, a permit to uh, from the censorship to mm-hmm. to screen the film. Mm-hmm. And I would say this is like one of the, um, if not the the biggest scar I I have as a filmmaker, because in the end of the day, I want the film to be seen there and I want uh, people to see it. Of course, I'm happy that the whole world is watching the film, but also there is something about the film that I think will echo differently with the one who knows the city, Yeah, with the ones who knows the city. Yeah. Uh, did you grow up in Cairo? Yes, I uh, I grew up and I lived most of my life in Cairo, and I call Cairo is I I, I always say I'm I'm sculptured by Cairo, like <laughs> Cairo is the city that made me what mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. and I don't think something influenced my my life as much as Cairo did, um, yeah, uh, so. Uh, Yes, I grew up in Cairo. Yeah, and and talk about how the city has changed uh, over your life and over the last seven years. Um, I mean, I think every city is changing. You, you know, this is also part of uh, of the life, and I think what we can part of what we do as uh, filmmakers is we try to to um, to have a kind of a, a documentation of the of the city over the years mm-hmm. like we are the we create the visual memory of our cities mm-hmm. the way we we film it so i mean i'm i'm sure it happens with you also that you see some uh, some places in in older films about your city and you see that everything is changing now um, I feel also we need to look at these changes from uh, from um, from a different perspective and find a way to to uh, to to share this position with the others. Mm-hmm. I I feel my film is not uh, I, I I don't like to try to give to to tell people how to think i would rather to allow them to to build their own experience w- uh, with the film i think cairo is uh, is one of the most photogenic and beautiful city at the, in in the world i also think cairo has this very uh, um, magical mix between roughness and tenderness mm. So it's a, it's a very kind city, but it can be also very aggressive. Hmm. And this is what the film was trying to, to, to capture. I think there are moments that makes 
Cairo, uh, living in Cairo is really very intense and and create something of like you can't stand the city, but on the other side, you, <laughs> you but on the other side, it has very magical moments that is like embracing you yeah. and, and it, 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 it brings you you feel like you you fly with the city right and to film this we we had also to surrender to the city so actually what we did is we we um, we were following the city we didn't we we had a kind of a structure that we wanted to to work on but we allowed the city to to uh, to guide us so the film was made with a very long improvisational uh, process that allowed us to to uh, um, to deal with the city. It's like dancing with the city, but allow the city to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Tamar Al Said about his film and life in Egypt. Also, don't forget if you miss any of today's show, you don't have to miss out on. The conversation you can go to itunes or wherever you download podcasts download and subscribe to detroit today take us with you and listen when you are ready we'll be right back with more detroit today You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guest is Tamer El Said. He is a filmmaker and maker of the film In the Last Days of the City, which takes a look at Cairo, Egypt, in the run-up to the social movement surrounding the Arab Spring in 2011. We are talking about storytelling, storytelling about cities, storytelling about place, storytelling about places that you are from or hold dear or have complicated relationships with. That is something that should sound very familiar to us here in the city of Detroit as our city undergoes a lot of change, and it has for a long time, and we try to tell the story of that change through film, through art, through journalism. If you want to join the conversation, uh, give us a call and tell us what you think Uh, film and art can help us understand about cities, both Detroit and cities in other parts of the world. What is the story of Detroit told through art? And do you feel like artists are getting our story right or are they getting it wrong? Also, uh, if you're from other parts of the world, what's the art coming out of your area that you would like the world to know about? As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work you into the conversation. Uh, Tamir, I want to talk about uh, your background in terms of uh, how you got interested in filmmaking. What made you decide to tell stories this way? Uh, it's a it's a very good question. <laughs> you know, I um, I lost my sister when I was very young. I was um, and 
so I was introduced to this very painful uh, uh, feeling that I later knew it called loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up like not sure if I had a sister or these were only memories in my head. And um, and then when I realized that I, I I actually I had a sister and I lost her, I I couldn't find like any um, picture or image that uh, for both of us, like my parents, like I, um, they thought it's better that we turn this page so we can continue. It was like a big uh, drama in my family, but I now I am trying. To, I I understand that I became a filmmaker because experiencing this loss in a very uh, uh, small age, I I realized that I thought that maybe when you film someone, you keep them alive. Hmm. And you keep them around you. So I think I now I I think I became a filmmaker because I wanted to uh, to film everything and everyone I love. So in this way they stay. Yeah. And they don't go. Right. Um, yeah. And do you think that kind of that kind of pain? Uh, is necessary to drive art? No, no, no. I I think like art, um, it's it, it it's not necessarily comes from pain, but it has to come from urgency. Like you you create art because you you have an urge to do something. You feel that there is something that you cannot continue without sharing it with the others, and this urgency is the thing that gives you the power to go through all the difficulties of. Uh, producing any piece of art because there is always difficulty whether it's uh, it's something like related to the the experience of creating something with yourself like uh, or with the conditions around you so i i believe this urgency is very important like and without this urgency you don't feel you feel something is missing in the in the film or in the in the art you are doing this urgency can may come from Pain from uh, joy, from happiness, from from political position, from social responsibility, from whatever. But in the end, it has to like there. There has to be this uh, the, uh, this urgency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about the film business uh, in in Egypt. Uh, how is it different from here in the United States? I mean, Egypt is, uh, for many decades, it was called the, um, the, the Hollywood of the Nile, the Hollywood of the, the Arab Hollywood, mm-hmm. the Hollywood of the, yes, of the East. So um, we, we have, a, we have a, like, and for many years, an Arab film means an Egyptian film. Like this situation changed over the last uh, few decades, but uh, we have a strong uh, mainstream industry that uh, has like a tradition of 
producing films within the uh, mainstream narrative. And there is always uh, other people who are trying to uh, to uh, to work outside this line and create a different uh, type of cinema. And I, of course, I see myself part of this. Um, yeah, and and I um, I think like in, in in the last years there are new generations coming and uh, trying to find another way to uh, share with the world what the stories of themselves and their 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 um, uh, interests mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, amazing to see all these experiences come yeah. Uh, do you feel like storytelling from North Africa and the Middle East uh, is telling the stories of, of people? Um, in I region? mean, I mean, telling a story is very, uh, you know, it's very relative thing. Like sure. who, who has the right to say <laughs> this is the story or not the story? But yeah, I always say, a lot. yeah, but <laughs> I always say there is something I like in this film. Also, we were trying, you know, I, I feel like, um, we have to defend the right of the people to tell their stories because I think this part of the world, this region of the world, for many years, the story of this region uh, was told by others, but not by the people who came from this uh, Mm -hmm. region. Mm -hmm. And I always say occupation is not only occupying the land, it's also occupying the narrative. So when you don't allow people to to tell their narratives, you also don't you also occupy them. You would also it's like occupation exactly. So I feel like with everything we see in the world today, it's very important to to defend the right of the people to share this story, especially that when the when the story is told by the others, it's always looking at what is different. And it doesn't unify. It doesn't it doesn't create a, a, a connection with the so so in a way it's very because also back to your main question about the, this uh, episode today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel we we need to question the role of cinema and the role of art in terms of does cinema really challenge the stereotype or it creates the stereotype? Right. That's the image allow us to know something deeper or it just like confirm the labels that we already have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 this is very debatable and if you if we want to 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 challenge all these borders and these barriers that's stopping us of communicating then we need to allow people to tell their stories and give them a chance and give them a space sure. to 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 share these things and sometimes i feel like meeting people maybe they live thousand miles away from my where, where I live but I feel I'm more connected to them to than I'm than my neighbors and um, and I feel part of it is because we do cinema so yeah I mean yeah I don't know if did I answer yeah no you did I I'm curious about the effect you think the Arab Spring has had on that kind of expression though has it made it easier it's yeah it's it's, it's it's actually a very good question from one side it made it easier because it it raises the interest of the people but also 
there, there was this film that people wants to see, the expected film. And, and so people wants to, you know, I suffered like for many years to convince the industry, especially the international industry, that this film is not about the revolution because they only want to see films from Tahrir Square and the film is not about Tahrir Square. So they, 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 it's also this interest is creating a different stereotype and different uh, uh, label that is actually also downsizing the uh, the whole process mm-hmm. of uh, sometimes it's condescending even like you know you 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 try to you know there is always a label connected to this region whether he's a, like a, 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 a young revolutionary uh, educated guy or a, a terrorist or uh, you know but maybe he's not this nor that mm-hmm. he's just like uh, someone who has a personal story that deserves to be shared so th- this is in a way i see it's uh, the politics are raising the interest but from the other side it also creates a different uh, stereotype yeah Okay. Tamara Al Said, filmmaker, maker of the film In the Last Days of the City, will be screened this evening at 7 p.m. at the Arab American Museum in Dearborn. It will also be screened in September at the Film Theater at the Detroit Institute of Arts. Tamara, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. I'm so happy to meet the audience tonight, and I hope I will meet them again in September. In September, yeah. When the film will open. It'll be great. Thank you. Up next, we're going to speak with local author and poet Kim Hunter about his new book, The Official Report on Human Activity. Stay with us on Detroit Today.